This is MuggleCast, your Harry Potter and Fantastic Beasts podcast covering everything about J.K. Rowling's Wizarding World. Welcome to MuggleCast episode 303. Eric, Micah, and I are here this week. Hello, gentlemen. Hello. Hello. Uh, we're in the final countdown here before Fantastic Beasts open, opens in theaters. We're less than a month away. So Wow. Uh, explains it right why they made an announcement that they're going to split this movie into oh no sorry they're gonna make five movies they're not gonna split this into five parts i'm sorry oh we should we should wait guys we should start a rumor that they're start that they're splitting the little eeny teeny weeny book that jk rowling wrote into five movies Mm -hmm. that would upset people Mm -hmm. greatly anyway uh we are going to be talking about this major news that Fantastic Beasts is the start of a five-part film series. It was an interesting day to hear that announcement. J.K. Rowling announced it at a fan event, and I think we all have a lot of thoughts on it, and we are going to get those to those later. Uh, but there's other stuff to talk about this week. First of all, just wanted to give a shout-out to the listeners I saw at LeakyCon and those who attended the panel there. Thank you to everybody who did. It was nice meeting a few of you, including a couple of our patrons. Oh, cool! Wearing their shirts, nice. Their so, new shirts. What all? Uh, mm-hmm. What all fun did you get up to there? Oh well, I drank with friends, uh, but I also did two panels related to theorizing in Harry Potter these days, how it's evolved, and uh, another panel with uh, Melissa from the Leaky Cauldron and a couple others about where the the early days of the fandom, reliving some memories there, some big moments in fandom. Your glory days, shall we say, Andrew? The glory days, sure, Micah, sure. You're a Bruce fan. I know, I know, I know. Glory so days. You met, wait, bum, no, bum. no, can I just ask, since the last time we recorded, didn't you meet Bruce Springsteen? This is true. What? Have you noticed uh, a change in my tone? I am a happier person. <laughs> he released a book recently, his uh, his uh, biography. And I met him at a book event, and it was amazing. I had a wonderful time, got a picture with him, got a signed book, and I told him how much I love him. So it was a great time. Uh, did he reciprocate? Well, what do you mean? That Andrew he got his number. And... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we did hug, and he reciprocated the hug, so that well, was Well, there nice. you go. Yeah. No, yeah. That's, that's really that, nice. And I will say, of, of any friend's post that um, I've seen over the years, it, and, you know, excluding like posts that you see made by corporations that was probably the most liked post that i've seen <laughs> on facebook from yeah. a friend well it got a lot of likes if you've been following andrew you know how this man is his hero exactly and i think that's why it got so many likes and that meant a lot to me that so many people were i assume happy for me so yeah. that was that was really nice jealous well, you should you should know because now there's the angry emoji like right that you can do on right. Facebook. Was anybody did anybody? No, it was, it was just a lot of likes and a lot of hearts. So yeah. that was good. I think I put a anyway. Heart. Yeah, LeakyCon was good fun. They're going to be doing it again next year over in Scotland. I thought it was Ireland. So, oh, Ireland. Yeah, whatever Dub- it is. Dublin. Wherever Dublin is, where they where they keep Dublin. Colin You're going to get us in trouble now. Colin Farrell's <laughs> hometown. Because people are going to write in. They're going to say they're not the same. Yeah, so, uh, I'm the double American who doesn't know them apart. Thank you for correcting me. I think like it's that. exciting that LeakyCon will be in Ireland, though, because I've always wanted to visit that country. I always wanted to visit Scotland, too. Maybe I'll do a, a whole tour thing. Well, and speaking of what we've been up to in fandom, Eric, you attended one of those Harry Potter IMAX showings that happened. I did. Uh, I didn't think I was going to get to one, as I said on the, the last uh, episode, but it, it turned out that I had a, a Monday night uh, free slot open up, and I went to a 945 p.m. showing which means the movie started at 9 45 p.m. of sorcerer's yep. stone on a monday night and so oh, that's nice yeah at at, at, at 6 30 that night so earlier like right before the first movie they played chamber of secrets so I, I i don't i don't really know what the whole schedule thing was like it looked weird to me when i first looked at it but i i've i picked the movie I wanted to see. I went and saw it and seeing the first movie again, guys, I have to tell you in IMAX or even just on the big screen, 15 years, uh, after seeing it for the first time was very special. Um, 
and I think, you know, as some of our patrons commented, I did a little post on Patreon, uh, with some immediate thoughts, but, but people really, you know, agree, uh, that it's, it's great to see Potter back. It was really nice that they were able to do this in IMAX, no less. Uh, and that actually a lot of patrons were saying they noticed things that they didn't notice before, uh, in, in all of the films. Um, hmm. and in sp- specifically in movie one, Neville's pajamas. Um, apparently have little bears on them, um, which are not oh, little when you okay. see them in IMAX, but, uh, but oh, yeah, so, cool. you know, cool stuff like that. So I, I, I was very happy that I got to see the, the first film and it just, you know, just happened that the timing worked out, but, um, yeah, I hope they do this I, again. I wish I was traveling that week. Otherwise I probably would have went to one. I would have loved to have seen one of the first two movies for that reason, seeing them on the giant IMAX screen and noticing the little things like, like like teddy bears on neville's pajamas (laughs) (laughs) but cool yeah hopefully they do do it again i would not be shocked if they do some sort of marathon thing in theaters next month leading up to fantastic beasts so like you would start watching harry potter one on like november 15th or something and then they would just play the next eight seven movies nonstop, and then then you get fantastic beasts at like 10 p.m on november 17th or something like that Mm -hmm. um yeah and and i've seen um the Potter films showing up again on Freeform, which was ABC Family, uh, and it's it's always weird to me now that y- you can tell the movie that HBO has the rights to at the time because, for example, they'll do a whole marathon, and and I think last week or a couple weeks ago, Order of the Phoenix was just randomly missing, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> like well, like, well, we'll just skip over that movie and go straight from Goblet of Fire to Half Blood Prince. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, well, the reason they do that is because have we spoken about this before? Because HBO has oh, the one of the movies at any given time. Yeah. So it is awkward that they can't play off the movies. <laughs> but what are you going to do? Yeah. Now they're all owned by AT and T, or soon to be. So soon to be, if that deal goes through. Yes. Oh man. Well, well, but um, who bought NBC bought the television rights to Harry Potter stuff, right? So shouldn't that all be moving to Freeform soon? Or to NBC soon? I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know. I I got people excited because it kind of meant like, well, maybe NBC will be doing an original Harry Potter series. Right. Maybe not Harry Potter per se, but Wizarding World. Like that would not shock me because because that's the one medium where the Wizarding World hasn't expanded into yet. We have a play. We have movies. We have video games. We have music. Mm -hmm. We have podcasts. I'm not for that, though. (laughs) No? For for a television show? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it depends on what it would be about, I guess, right? I guess. You got I, the casual I, vacancy. I, I want now, the uh, I, I want the television show almost as one as much as I want the real life Hogwarts Hotel, where you can just go and it's like a real, you know, place you can stay overnight and take classes. I really want that. And I really want just a completely open world live the books video game where you can just it literally takes years to complete, and you're at Hogwarts the whole time as a student. I really want that. Can you imagine how great MuggleCast would be with a television show to talk about, like, be... <laughs> like 20 weeks out of the year? It'd be I mean, that would be exciting. amazing. Yeah. I've always wanted to do a podcast about a, a television show that I've been passionate about, but I really haven't felt that way. So, like, doing a doing a podcast for... For that, for a TV show, oh, a Harry Potter TV show or Wizarding World, oh man, that'd be so cool. I think there's enough content, especially if you consider that you could uh, filter in the um, like professors, uh, like what they're thinking during the events of the first few years. Uh, which, oh yeah, you know the shorter books, but if you have a character like McGonagall or or Quirrell or Snape, even uh, you know if you could somehow still preserve the mystery of Snape and show sort of more about what he's doing the first year, it could be really mm-hmm. interesting early on, and then they could totally just have insane amounts of you know copious amounts of content to pick from the later books rusty who is listening live on the patreon feed right now he says my son and i went to see goblet of fire on imax and on the way there he said put on the podcast <laughs> i laughed and i did so we ended up listening to MuggleCast, kind of like a warm-up slash pump-up song before the Aww. big game <laughs> our Thanks, patrons are far too that. nice from uh, for us i i yeah. think empirically they should be a lot meaner it's it's a really great community it's super awesome yeah um and Ali adds, I also would love a TV show, not a Harry Potter show necessarily, but one set in the Wizarding World. That's that's what I'm for, I think, because I think a lot of people would get very nervous at the idea of them sort of rebooting the Harry Potter story. But if mm. they 
maybe an Albus Severus Rose Granger Weasley. Based off of Never Severus and <laughs> with some girls yeah. thrown in for good <laughs> no, measure just, to balance no, things I out. Mean, maybe something set after um set after the events of the cursed child. Yeah. Maybe. Something safe that know. could be interesting and could be still like I see exactly what you're saying. I think I think it would all be exciting, and I bet it will probably happen in our lifetime. I think so as well. Okay, so moving on to a little news here. Let's start with Fantastic Beasts. Uh, soundtrack information has come out. These, I always kind of hesitate to read the track lists because they can kind of give spoilers. <laughs> they they really can, which is uh it's completely valid and 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 honestly this the reason I put this news post in the doc is cuz it is kind of a spoiler that I do want to talk about. It's just that there are certain beasts that get mentioned by name in these track titles. So the track titles they aren't just the names of these beasts, but it's like so and so destroys a library and it's like, you know, that creature listed. So it just kind of gives uh, an inkling. I was worried, especially because of recent news, that the film wouldn't actually feature that many beasts. You just don't know, right? Because it can be, you know, they could have one big bad beast that he's trying to catch and just like the Niffler as a sidekick. But it looks like, and without even giving the names, it looks like, you know, maybe eight or so beasts are prominent enough that they are part of the soundtrack in name. Yeah. Yeah, so that's good a, news. A trailer though that had a number of beasts prominently featured. Yeah, yeah. Um at least the Thunderbird for sure, uh, and the Niffler, um, I'm thinking of were ones that we had already guessed at on previous Muggle casts, and they're absolutely one hundred percent they're yeah. they're two of the creatures. Well, I'm I'm just looking some of these up, like uh the Arumpent. Mm. I remember seeing that uh in one of the trailers. Yeah, it looks like a big See? rhino. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so we can definitely expect to see quite a few. And now that it's expanding out to be five films, I, I, and what we can talk about this later. And I, I know that in previous podcasts we've talked about how this may stray away from being about mm. Fantastic Beasts. That might just be the first movie, or maybe leak a little bit into the second. But, um. It's it's always interesting to to hear the musical score behind different creatures, and so if if these are all tied to to different moments in this in the, in the movie, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm excited. It's starting to feel real now. You know what else I've seen around town? Fantastic Beast posters and billboards going up. Got one right down the street from me, Ooh. actually. They do really exciting yeah. stuff like that in L.A. because they don't have to go very far to like show their investors that they're doing that, but like. <laughs> In Chicago, isn't that why? But in Chicago, no, there's just not no. none of that. Like in like they advertise in major cities. I, I think, expect uh, bus stops. You know, by now, I, I guess I don't. Look yeah, up, I gotta look, go look up some bus stops and see if they have anything. But yeah, um, so some well, other nomad. Yeah, so, so that's why you can't see it. Right, exactly. But I'm a wizard, so I can see them all. <laughs> um, there is some more interesting Fantastic Beast news, but we don't know a ton about it yet, but we did want to mention it because it's potentially going to be very cool. There's this mobile game coming for iOS and Android called Fantastic Beast Cases from the Wizarding World. I, and I yeah. What's this game going to... What's happening in this game, Eric? So like, what, there what isn't... Do you do? I, as you say, there isn't much news, but there is a full press release and game description, which I think is very titillating. Um, so it's called <laughs> Fantastic, Be <laughs> Fantastic Beast Cases from the Wizarding World, uh, and there are four bullet points here. So in this game, you'll be able to master your magical skills as you delve into your wizarding world to investigate unexplained happenings. You're able to solve all new magical mysteries. Clues to unlocking the secrets of your wizarding world are hiding in plain sight. Only you have the skills and talent to find the answers as you dive into the elusive world of magical creatures. You'll cast spells, brew potions, and decipher hidden clues to investigate and solve all new mysteries. And then the third and fourth bullet points are smaller. Help the Ministry of Magic. The Ministry of Magic is relying on you to crack the case as one of the brightest new recruits of the Department for the Regulation and Control of Magical Creatures. Um, it says, from Nifflers to unicorns, centaurs to dragons, you protect them all. 
And also, it's got a social aspect where you're able to make magic with your friends. So this, hmm. Andrew, really reminded me of, honestly, like, you spent a good deal of time a couple months ago quashing the rumors about a Pokemon Go game, right? Because some some guy was just like, oh, they're officially, right? He, like, created a false rumor. It was a fake. It was a fake, yeah. Yeah. And and here's um, the thing. Whatever their whatever this game is, it's been in development probably for at least a year. That's way before mm-hmm. Pokemon Go became a major hit. They just would not have had time to create their own Pokemon Go type of game for this right. movie. Maybe they will in the next one. Yeah. Um this I'm not surprised that they are doing a game because that's kind of what you do these days for big franchises. You release these apps and whatnot. It the game looks interesting. Um, mm-hmm. I will definitely try it out, and I hope it is fun. I'm a little worried it's one of these pay-to-play games. I, I, I hate these games where you have to, you have to add, if you, you have to use real money to, you know, I guess in the case of this game, add galleons by spending real money within uh, so the app. Actually, that like was, that. that was answered. Uh, it is free to play. Um, it is gonna, it's somewhere in the press release. Uh, I don't have it here, but it will be free to play. Um, okay. which even still, you're right. Like even, even still, well, even Pokemon Go, right? You can, you can pay for additional supplies. Yeah, but you? you don't need it. You no, right. no, no. Like in most apps or most games will have in-app purchases, right? Um, but this is from everything I've read, it said it's, it's free to play. Um, okay. which is good. But the, the interesting thing though, uh, real quick, uh, is that, you know, for this Fantastic Beasts game, it'll actually be set in the UK, it seems. Uh, they did mention the Ministry of Magic, oh. not Makuza. Um, and according to, this is directly from the press release, um, Fantastic Beasts Cases from the Wizarding World enables players to delve into the Wizarding World as new recruits for the Ministry of Magic, visiting familiar locations like the Leaky Cauldron, Diagon Alley, and Hogsmeade, while exploring all new magical mysteries. Okay, well that's good, because for Harry Potter fans it'll be very familiar... Yeah, it, it looks like they really wanted to go back to or stay in sort of the safe territory as far as the world. But you're, it's got something to do, obviously, big enough to do with beasts. You're working for you know, creature enforcement. Um, yeah. And I wonder, so the title is Fantastic Beasts, colon, Cases from the Wizarding World. I wonder if, like, for future movies, because as we'll talk about in a little bit, I don't think all these movies are going to be called Fantastic Beasts. Maybe it'll mm-hmm. be called, maybe, you know. Albus Grindelwald and the hunt for the Deathly Hollows. Cases from the mm. Wizarding World. I don't know, but I just think <laughs> I just think there's room here for You just I, like adding that at the end, huh? <laughs> yeah. I just imagine that Cases from the Wizarding World is a generic kind of title thing that they can mix in with future movies and this app can continue to be interesting that you should use the word cases like newt cases. <laughs> right. Well, and that's the title of this. That's what they yeah. yeah. Oh, cases. Yeah. So it'd be like, oh, I wonder if that's intentional. I just didn't make that connection. Cases meaning like you're on a case, you're investigating. Yeah. You know, I want this to be like Carmen Sandiego, where it's all like very good art and sort of like a little bit like Pottermore, but like you show up and you have to like, um, what's the, like interrogate people, but it's just them talking and you looking at the screen and like figuring it out. I, I want this to be a lot very reminiscent of that. Well, Carmen's in that image it looks like you uh <laughs> yeah, kind included of. the tweet from no well, one of the things i wanted to say related to this game i think it's really a missed opportunity and, and i'm not saying that they're not going to do it on the part of warner brothers if they don't actually do something related to capturing fantastic beasts in new york city like you have the the opportunity with all these locations many of them are still around like central park mm. um like City Hall, uh, I I really do believe that even if it's a promotional stunt, they should do something in New York City with these beasts breaking out and escaping all over the place. I, I think it'd be really cool. It would draw a ton of publicity. And again, something may be in the works, but looking at this kind of a game, really, it gets my, my creative mind kind of going. Mm. No, that's, that's, I mean, that's exciting. I, I think they... I think you're right. I think you're 100% right, actually, especially because the New York opportunity is fleeting. You know, it's it's not clear if any of the sequels will even be set here uh, or there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I wanted to talk real quickly because there's uh, there was an appearance on a, a radio stream that I made uh, and we 
uh, sent out a couple of promotion tweets uh, on MuggleCast social for Wizard Rock the Vote, which is actually it's a uh, it's a campaign uh, that the Harry Potter Alliance is running right now uh, called uh, Wizard Rock the Vote. And it's a big deal because they're promoting and getting people involved in, first of all, registering to vote, uh, which by now many states have closed. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's too late to, to just register because election day is November 8th, but. Um, it's a whole campaign. There's a lot more going on. And so we wanted to mention, because our friends at the HP Alliance uh, are very polite, they've been very good to us, please visit the hpalliance.org slash rockthevote. That's rock with a W, because it's wizard rock. And, uh, they have very, they have free resources, uh, for helping make democracy, quote, more magical, including their Granger Love Good Field training series. Um, look, it's all good stuff being put out by some of our closest friends from long ago. Um, and these people are making very active choices based on Harry's uh, wishes and the messages of the Harry Potter series. So definitely go check it out. And this election season will be insane um, and crazy. And it has been, but, but please, it really is. <laughs> yeah, it's too, it's too, it's too crazy to comprehend sometimes, but there's a safe place where you can uh, do some good. And that's over on a HP Alliance website. It's, it's so important for people uh, to go out and vote. This is a great campaign that the HP Alliance has put together. And, uh, of course, uh, we are impartial here on the show um, as to who you go and vote for. But I think regardless, it is important that you um, you know, take vote. advantage of the fact take that you do have the ability to go cast your vote. Yeah. And do that on November 8th. Yeah. And it's not just about the president either. It's about the down ballot candidates as well. So there's a yeah, ton of interesting yeah, Senate races and, and lots of governor things you can do. Yeah, and things in your state. I've actually enjoyed reading what's on the ballot this year in my state. So uh, I'm look. I actually got an absentee ballot because I will be on the East Coast on Election Day. So I'm gonna be play, putting my vote in the mail soon. I'm excited. So yeah, everyone should go out and vote. Before we move on to discussing Fantastic Beasts being one, two, three, four, five movies. Ooh. Eric, Harry Potter fans have a reason to pick up a new edition of Newsweek magazine, huh? Yeah, Newsweek special edition is out and will be on store shelves for another month or so. Uh, but it's a Harry Potter special celebrating 20 years of the magic and mystery of J.K. Rowling. I actually picked up my copy earlier today. The issue is jam-packed with interviews from the cast and crew. Of Fantastic Beasts, of Harry Potter, you got, uh, there's a Yates and Heyman interview, David's both of them, uh, you know, and, uh, it's actually, uh, all supplied with an introduction by Chris Rankin. Um, but it's actually what I love more than anything about this, uh, article about this Newsweek magazine special edition is, first of all, the glossy paper. Uh, so it's, it's, I don't know, maybe I've never picked up Newsweek before, but all the images look amazing. Uh, and also that, uh, MuggleNet was actually able to help contribute, uh, to this, uh, magazine. And there's two articles inside Newsweek, one of them called Generation Potter and the other one called Boundless Enthusiasm, uh, which were written and or, um, edited by our staff, uh, over at MuggleNet. So it was a, a great pleasure to work with Newsweek, but also I think this is, uh, a must have for all Harry Potter fans because it's actually a really, cool thing that exists now um and i think we can probably expect to see you know time magazine doing what they do and and you know harry potter issues of of things in the future but i can vouch just through skimming through it uh earlier this afternoon that it's got a lot of content that i think uh, people would enjoy paging through I, I just actually had one quick question about this uh this magazine eric you said you had a chance to skim it briefly the the interviews that you mentioned with with Heyman and yates are they are they more reflective over the last 20 years and, and obviously for Heyman, the work that he's done on all the films, or is it more a look ahead to a fantastic piece? I want to actually say they stick with the present a lot. Uh, the way the okay. articles, the way the articles are featured, it's, it's very much set in the, in this time and place. So the interviews with the cast from the Harry Potter films are reflective, um, because they're not involved with the current ones. Uh, and the interviews with the current ones are very reflective, like recently reflective, but Heyman and Yates toe the line very well of like present and past based on what the questions are. Um, at least that was my impression. I could be completely wrong. Okay. 
But, uh, so, but ch- check it out. Moving on to our main discussion this week. Um, there was this event for Fantastic Beasts in New York and London, or sorry, LA and London, I believe. And it was broadcast around the world. And when they announced this, I was like, eh, I don't really care. Like, it'll probably just be boring cast interviews. <laughs> and I expected them to release a featurette, and they did. And it's great, by the way. But it got That's overshadowed shadowed by major news <laughs> that made this whole event worth it. J.K. Rowling announced that it, she made a surprise appearance there, that Fantastic Beasts is the beginning of a five-part film series. Five what? part film series. One, two, three, four, Cinco. It's we don't know the timing exactly yet. We know the first three movies are currently scheduled for this November, mm-hmm. then November twenty eighteen, then November twenty twenty. But after that, who knows? I mean, it could, could potentially the uh, could be looking at November twenty twenty two and November twenty twenty four, which is so far away. I or one of the films imagine. could be pushed back. You never know. I mean, this has happened before. Or, or pushed up. Yeah, uh, they could potentially move into a yearly cycle if they're doing five of these. So, um, at least five, right? No, no. she said five. Yeah, <laughs> five for nice now try. until like, it's seven. Five, right? Five, exactly. Well, there's going to be five part one, and then five part two, and then six part right. one, and <laughs> right uh, or four part. I said that wrong, but anyway, uh, there was. I think th- for the one like major reaction to this is like. At least okay. Now we know because remember when they announced it would be a trilogy, uh, and it's we quoted it back on our episode titled "Trilogy." Um, that uh, what they said was it would be at least a trilogy, right? Um, yes, I think yes, I remember they that did. The they did so at say least that. the trilogy was sort was not as definitive as this, which is oh, it's five films. I right, yeah. So now we now there's less question as to whether or not they will make more than three. I think it's definitive that they won't. There's make less question, it. Eric. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's, there's less no question. question. Yeah, I think there's a lot. There's less. no Unless question. It bombs here's, completely. Yeah. Right. Here's the thing. I think it's a little strange that they decided to announce this before the first movie came out because because we don't know how well this is going to do at the box office. It isn't Harry Potter. Yes, it is J.K. Rowling. Yes, it's in the Wizarding World, and many of us, including. Probably every single person listening to this podcast are very excited for this series, but or for this first movie. But mm-hmm. but but to 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 say outright that there's going to be five of these in light of many missteps Warner Brothers has suffered over the past couple of years. They Justice League has been off to a very bad start. Um, uh, there's been other things as well. I know there's at least one other example of this. Uh, but they they haven't. Oh, The Hobbit. I mean, that was something that started with a bang, kind of, and then went out with a whimper. So I just, I'm just worried mm. right now. I'll feel better, I imagine. And here's the other thing: you got to trust. J.K. Rowling seemed to confirm on Twitter that she is going to do all five, right? All five. So that's certainly good news. And I want to believe that if J.K. Rowling believes herself that this is worthy of a five, of five movies. That's then that's good enough for me. That's I don't actually, need any more. Yeah, than that's that. that's what I'm seeing too. Like in on, on in the feedback that I'm reading, um, well, we got to take Joe's word for it, you know, and 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 or at least you know this is there's a quote from Heyman and Yates that say pretty much the same thing. Like she's not doing this for the money; she's doing it for because the story's you know good enough. But I, I do think there's something inherently weird about them announcing this before the first film is up because it actually kind of sends the signal that it doesn't matter how well this film does right yeah it's, it's sort of like yeah you're right and but here's the other thing and this is why i worry it's because obviously warner brothers wants to do this uh they want to ke- continue creating wizarding worlds between wizarding world movies between now and the rest of the time because because it doesn't matter how well the original eight harry potter movies did all that matters is what's coming up how they can how they can please mm-hmm. investors next and they got lucky right. in that J.K. Rowling, as she says in this featurette that was rela- that was announced the same day we learned about the five-part film series, she says that this is what she always wanted to write outside of the original Harry Potter story. That sort of now, also bothers me. You, well, so here's the thing. You may be wondering, oh, well, then why would she want to write this? It seems so strange. 
Well, it's it seems increasingly likely that this is leading up that this film series is going to lead up and into the first the the Wizarding War uh in 1945. And yes. if true, yeah, that would be 100%. major news. Yeah. It's I, also so interesting though because I feel like it's a bit of misdirection and not the fun kind to be to begin the the movies with Newt's commander this magi zoologist who has to track some beasts down right and then to make this whole arc about the first about Grindelwald terrorizing Europe as mentioned in the the featurette that was screened like that's kind of i don't know it doesn't equate necessarily to like what Newt has to do and like will Newt become the action hero in the Dumbledore versus Grindelwald conflict but you mm-hmm. don't see that's the thing is that you don't know the answer to that question yet. Mm. Yeah. He could very well play an integral role. But, but it's weird, right? Like you're starting a movie. If, if, if this is the era that J.K. Rowling always wanted to go to and she always wanted to tell this story that presumably is leading up to the conflict in 1945, why start it in 1926 with a magi zoologist arriving and catching some beasts? Like it just feels like we were Fair. misled because the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them name was recognizable. Uh, otherwise, you know, she couldn't make a movie called 1920s Nomadges, or she couldn't make a movie called Nomadge, the no. the uh, flapper experience, and had people but come and see tell it. the story. I mean, I think that she knows best, and you know, she just said on Twitter recently that she finished writing the second film, or that she was she was done with with the second script. So uh, I I know that she's somebody who definitely has a clear direction. Uh, on what she's doing, and and I'm sure this will all tie nicely together. I don't I don't see this as being five individual films. I, I feel like these will all flow well together. And she has a history of of being able to do that sort of thing, especially with with Heyman involved and with Yates involved. And to me, though, really going back to the the original point of this film and putting a lot of pressure on it to succeed. I tend to think that the first film will succeed. My concern is 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 the follow-up, the the second movie because so much is being made about the first Fantastic Beast film, right? Yes. Uh mm-hmm. you know, it's it's returning back to to the wizarding world. There there's so much hype around it. It 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 has that tie to be the next Harry Potter even though it's not, right? It, it all the buzz around it I feel like it's just going to be such a huge draw for people um, that the first Fantastic Beast film, as opposed to the second one, where I think that's really where there's going to be a need to be a lot of work done, unless there's this massive cliffhanger that's going to keep people, you know, wanting to come back for more. Well, I keep hearing that there's a big thing that happens in Fantastic Beast, and multiple people have told me this now, and I have I told you what t- it is. No, I well, they've said, "Do you want to hear it? Do you want to be warm?" Yeah, right, 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 right. And I, I say no because I think I want to enjoy this twist in the theater myself. That's the right answer. <laughs> By the way, that's the right answer. But, but, yeah. But and like, since we are all seeing it a little early at this charity event in yeah. a few weeks, uh, I feel like that's early enough where I can see it and then run home and be warm tilly on hypeable all over again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Maybe. it'll be worms. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the thing that oh, here's here was what my actual first thought was right when this was announced. I was like, you know, I wish that I wish then that they had fully abandoned Hedwig's theme for the for the soundtrack. If this is if this is not sort of um, a lesser underneath the shelf of of Harry Potter movie type type deals, I wish they had fully broken into their own you know, thing in the score, because just last week we got the soundtrack uh, clip, which opens up with Hedwig's theme. And for months, of course, they've been doing it in the trailers. But if this was going to be a five-film series, it kind of warrants its own completely different new theme, right? Right, but I think in time it probably will get its own, hopefully. This is just Mm. a way to remind people that this is a Wizarding World slash, in a way... Harry Potter movie. Yeah. Um, then again, if Dumbledore and Grindelwald end up being important players overall, th- so that's that's what this seems to be leading to. And Eric, I know you wanted me to mention this theory. 
Um, I was talking on Twitter with followers about this after this news was announced, and mm-hmm. here's what Keaton said. He said, this is his theory, five films, 1926 through 1945, Newt's adventures and creatures get him swept up in both Muggle slash Wizarding World history. Series ends with Newt helping Dumbledore defeat Grindelwald just as Voldemort graduates from Hogwarts in 1945. <laughs> it works. It makes sense. I I had thought that maybe we could get into a Wizarding War, the Wizarding War in the 40s before this was announced, but it did seem like a stretch because there's only three movies and like how fast are you going to jump ahead? But now five films. And I have to say the the other very exciting thing about this is that if you just step back for a second and think about what makes up a movie, there's there's major events mm-hmm. in in movies like this, in in fantasy tales like this. The idea that J.K. Rowling has five of these in mind is really stunning to me. Yeah, yeah, and this is, I, I mean, I in think a good it's, way. I think yeah, I think it's clear that like this five film thing happened while she was deep in the. You know, knee deep in the in the woods of actually plotting out what story it was that she wanted to tell, and she knew somehow, uh, although she's relatively new at screenwriting, uh, that the story was so big it couldn't be told in three films, um, and it needed five. <laughs> huh? Sounds like sounds like uh, we've heard that line before. Yeah. Well, due yeah, to the well, epic nature <laughs> of the cursed child, it has to be two oh, parts. Oh, stop! Stop! To wrap everything up correctly, Deathly Hollows has to be two movies. And he, look, they were they were right, I think. You know what's crazy, though? Um, David Yates was asked if this was a money grab, and he gave the same stock answer uh, as always, which is that J.K. Rowling has more money than God, so he doesn't need to do a money grab. He didn't actually say more money than God, um, but he said, you know... Oh, and he's she, right. Yeah, well, he, he, he's, he, he's right. She, he says, uh, I, I don't think it was a business mandate because she doesn't need the money. It's both an affection for her audience and an mm. affection for this world. And Joe has a whole wealth of material in her mind. So it's like well, – That's like, a good yeah. answer. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it, it's somewhat ridiculous for for us to sit here and criticize the fact that she's going back into the wizarding world. And no, no. Material <laughs> when for so many years we've done this podcast and talked about how great it would be to get additional there material. There were seven years her. without material, yeah, that we kept the podcast going. Well, by the way, I'm not complaining. I think this is awesome news. I'm really excited yeah, about it. Yeah, and of yeah. course, yeah. of course, it's good news for MuggleCast. It's good news for the fandom on a whole, I think, so long as the story is good. I believe this is going to be a lot better than it's going to be. It's going to be better received than The Cursed Child is because this is J.K. Rowling writing it start to finish. This is not somebody else coming to her with an idea. This is not somebody else. Uh, it, it's 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 a whole new set of characters still set in the Wizarding World. I think there's no reason yet. To be concerned. Yet. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe. Maybe the movie won't be good. But I think it will be. I think Warner Brothers is uh, is feeling confident in it if they're ready to commit to five films. Elizabeth, listening on the patron stream, brings up a good point. She says, I think it be- could be good to announce it early. They have more time to plan and they don't have to deal with the bad publicity of suddenly deciding to do more films if they announce it late. Oh. So she's arguing that. Let's say it's a big hit at the box office. Then we see Warner Brothers say, oh, guess what? We're doing an extra two. So there's going to be five total. Then people would say, oh, you're just doing that because the first one did so well. Screw you. This way, they're kind of they're 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 betting early. They're saying we're confident this is worthy of five. J.K. Rowling is as well. So we're doing five and screw you all. (laughs) <laughs> I, I just don't see the benefit of making the announcement. Now. I, don't, I don't think you gain I just anything. read it to you. Yeah, you know what? That oh. that that was really good. Yeah. No, I, I but I, I'm saying that I, I politely just disagree with, with what's being said. Like, okay. I, I don't think that there's value to saying we're going to do five films. It's just, just for the sake of saying it. Like, I understand getting ahead of, of potential bad PR. But then the flip side of that is, what if what if the movie completely tanks and you're stuck making five films? You like, know, <laughs> when you could have just kept quiet. Here's the thing: I think I think it's not only do I think it's extraordinarily unlikely that this film will tank, although I'd like for it to exist on its own merits. There is that. Like, I want it to be good enough that it actually deserves be existing. Right. Right. You but don't Dave, need to call it from the Harry Potter world. Yeah, yeah. But but, but 
But David and, Yates and we're cool, Elizabeth. Don't worry. <laughs> David Yates has uh, all already confirmed a certain character. I don't even know if we should bring this up on the show, but it's in, it's in the doc here in this article. He confirmed a certain character will be in the sequel, uh, a second one. I think you can say it. Okay. He says the worlds of Harry Potter and Fantastic Beasts are connected, and there are characters that exist in both. We hear of Dumbledore in this film, meaning the first one, and we see him in the next part of the trilogy. He teaches at Hogwarts. (laughs) Oh, yeah, this was back when it was still a trilogy, (laughs) but Dumbledore was confirmed for Fantastic Beasts 2. This is still a quote. Still a quote from Yates. He teaches at Hogwarts dot dot dot. The scenes Joe has written are lovely. The younger Good. Dumbledore is delightful. He's very Good. mischievous and enormous fun and a bit of a political animal. I'm yet <laughs> to cast him. I've got a couple of ideas, though. They're already talking about, in the, in the press, Dumbledore being in part two of this film, how he's going to be awesome and young. And so I think if this is any insight into what's on their mind, it's that they've managed to bottle fire again a second time and they're just running with it yeah and i think it's good that they're waiting to put him in the second one because i think naturally a sequel may not do as well box office wise but if you are marketing it as here's fantastic beast 2 with guess who dumbledore and you Mm -hmm. see him it's kind of like with rogue one right now that new star wars spinoff there darth vader is in it oh yeah Uh, yeah. and they keep showing him yeah, they right. They keep they're they're using him in the promo stuff now. So mm-hmm. that's kind of a way to draw people in to stick around. Um, so it's kind of like what I was saying before with with the second movie really being the test, and and yeah. already they're dropping these little bits of information to almost in a way ensure that it's going to have the same type of audience that the yeah. first one will. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right crafty yates it'll be interesting to see if they keep fantastic beasts title um i if i were a betting man i would say that fantastic beasts and where to find them like it's they're by by movie three i'm gonna say they are gonna change the titles entirely because it just doesn't make sense if this is leading up to something involving dumbledore and grindelwald it doesn't make sense to continue using fantastic beasts but on the other hand that sounds like a marketing nightmare because you have a five-part film series, mm-hmm. but you're changing the titles midway through. I, yeah, I think it. Yeah. I just don't know how this is going to work. This is this is this is just this is my main like issue, and and I know it's um people are just wondering. I mean, I'm just curious. Like, will Newt be in all five films? I th- I think he should be. And and but furthermore, also the three other characters that are you know confirmed to be main characters. They're calling them the quartet. You know, will this film series manage to work each of these four principal actors in? Because if it's if it's taking place around the world, it doesn't seem likely that all four of these characters will always be able to travel together or always be able to be together. At least if it's Newt, then it's Newt, like the Indiana Jones films. I keep comparing it to that. But like, you know, main, main character in different areas of the world doing different things. But even that, you know, how can it be Newt if it's a conflict between... Grindelwald and Voldemort, because I, I don't get the impression, Hufflepuff and awesome as he is, that Newt Scamander would have a dog in that race. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But I'm just curious. That's all. He'll it's involve just, him somehow. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just very interested in the fact that there seem to be two plot lines converging based on the weird promos that we've been getting, and it's, it's what a time to be alive. <laughs> and I mentioned this earlier, um, but since we've been talking about it so much, we don't really have too much time to get into this further. Um, the Fantastic Beast featurette with new stuff from J.K. Rowling talking. At the beginning of it, it you see the Hogwarts Express and stuff, which is pretty cool. And again, this is trying to drag Harry Potter fans into this new series because that's really what this rides on. It rides on all those people who saw Harry Potter coming back out to see Fantastic Beasts. And I think we're not too far off from tracking, box office tracking. Mm. And these are reports that show the studio the awareness of the film so far. And they project how well the film is going to do at the box office. So it'll be very interesting to see how those tracking reports look. I think within the next week or two, we should be seeing them. 
Huh. Um, and that'll tell us if this is going to be a big thing or not. And then maybe uh, Warner Brothers will want to walk back that whole five part scene. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Th- I don't think so, though. I think they're they're kind of desperate for. Uh... We we know they they have said multiple times over the past year or two that they have three tent poles right now. They are Justice League, Lego, yes, Lego, and the Wizarding World. Huh. These are the three that they do not want to ever end right now because these are their big money makers. There's a Lego movie coming out, I believe, early next year. Of course, there's a ton of DC movies in the pipeline. And now we know there's five Wizarding World movies. But this isn't going to end. It will not end after this five-part series as long as J.K. Rowling gives them a thumbs up because yeah, because it doesn't matter how well, like I said, they had Harry Potter movies did in the five. I, I can't wait for did. the quotation from Joe to come in in, in, in October uh, of 2026, where she says, this was always the second most likely thing I always wanted to do when she announces. I always, yeah. I always wanted to write Kenilworth with Worth Wispies, worthy, whatever that guy. Worthy Wisp, Kenilworthy Wisp. <laughs> I always wanted to write his story after I wrote Harry's story and Newt's story. And now here I am. And I then always, in 2034. I always yeah. wanted to write the tales of the Beetle, but the tale of Beetle the Bard. <laughs> that should be, you know, we were talking about a TV series earlier, but I, I really want to see the tales of Beetle the Bard adapted each separately, like 45 minute, you know, stories for like the BBC or something one day. That's what I want. Didn't you do that down in Orlando? Um, no, I did. Uh, uh there was the tales of Beetle the Bard that uh, Lena um wrote. Um, but I think it was the Fountain of Fair Fortune specifically, but uh, I was in a thing about the Marauders, which, which that's... No, no, no. I mean, when you were at the park, when you were, when you were with Celestina. Oh, yes. The Tale of the Three Brothers. We recreated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's... Is this getting too personal? I, I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't to... know what to say. Andrew's awkward. confused. Uh, no, the, uh, the, what was it going to okay. say? Yeah, yeah. You don't um, have to answer it uh what uh where even was i gosh now i'm whew, i'm overheating ah micah wow okay let's move on let's dig eric <laughs> yeah, out of this please. hole i don't know what's happening um this is what happens when i let you guys have the reins for a minute or two <laughs> <laughs> your mistake <laughs> <laughs> so let's do our question of the week we asked on twitter twitter.com slash mugocast how do you feel about beast being five films what do you think will happen in them Ruby said, I was dizzy with excitement when I found out. I would like to hear what countries y'all think they'll be in. Also, knowing that a Potter ancestor was an Auror in America, how do you think they will connect that if they do? Do you think they might show some kind of connection between Potters and a Gaunt that marked the two families' destiny together? Um, well, first of all, in terms of the countries, it did leak what country is next, but... Well, I did tweet it and nobody complained. I think uh, <laughs> apparently Paris is the next one. Hmm. That'll be the sequel, which makes sense. Move it's, back overseas. Yeah, especially if they're talking. I mean, Yates has already confirmed that we'll see Dumbledore at Hogwarts. Um, so the Europe connection, it just it makes a lot of sense. He can take the Eurostar there. Is that what it's called? <laughs> that thing that goes underground, underwater, or, the, or his clean sweep. Uh, but yeah, the the pot, as far as the Potters and Gaunts, uh, you know, tying in, I, I be I, that might be something for for more down the line. But I'm I am interested. Um, and I guess that keeps it fun for Joe if she's writing about entirely different countries with each movie. If that's what ends up happening, that could be refreshing for her because not that she didn't enjoy writing Harry Potter, but she was stuck at Hogwarts basically yeah, that whole time. And the other thing is this prospect of this Wizarding World War first one looming uh, over us seems a bit depressing, but I still want these films specifically to be adventure films. Like, mm-hmm. and so gallivanting around the globe in these different capital cities, different ones, every movie and everything is extremely exciting. And I think it evokes like an adventurous sense. Yeah, absolutely. And and I, I really do like the idea of being able to go to these different locations, whether, you know, you're going to Japan or Africa or South America. I think there's a lot of really cool creative opportunity in going to these different wizarding schools, which is definitely something that Newt would potentially do if if he's chasing after different beasts. But again, I know that we're also 
we've talked a lot about how the story may go in a completely different direction, but I do think that these wizarding schools, there's there's still a lot more to learn about them. So, and not just the schools, to, the wizarding yeah. culture. I mean, they're all what what are muggles called there? What are muggle called? What are stop? Muggle, they're called muggles. You know I mean? They're called muggles everywhere else except America. Stop. Mm, We're we'll nipping see. this in the bud. They're nipping. I bet this you is... thought that before J.K. Rowling oh, announced this. I did think that before J.K. Rowling announced. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Wouldn't you want to go to uh, Mahutakaro? Yes. yes, that's the Japanese one, right? I still want to visit yeah. Asia one day after my on Ireland and Scotland trip. Island. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, on top of, of a volcano, it sounds like. I mean. Yeah, there's a lot more to expect. More books, more movies, spinoff television series, maybe even a play. I think, oh gosh, another play? No, no, I'm just... Not another one. Christina says, I will be interested... It will be interesting how she incorporates Dumbledore and Grindelwald and any prequel connections to Harry Potter. I'm excited to see, see the stories of the core four evolve through the five parts. Additionally excited about getting the print screenplays for all five films. This is something, by the way, I want to talk about in bonus MuggleCast this week. The screenplays. Mm. We were speaking about this at LeakyCon. I think it's going to be extremely cool to have these screenplays available to us for purchase. Because it's kind of like a whole other Harry Potter book. Uh. A whole new Harry Potter book. And I'll explain why in the bonus MuggleCast. Okay. Stephanie says, Yes! Micah, can you do that, please? That word? Yas. Yas. <laughs> yas. <laughs> anyway, she says, what do you think caused the extension? Maybe the Dumbledore and Grindelwald plot? Was that added in or planned? What do you guys think happened? I mean, we did, like Eric mentioned, originally we did hear at least three. So maybe that has been the plan all along certainly Dumbledore and Grindelwald but but then the story started expanding just like the play did and before you knew it it had to be five because JK Rowling just she writes these incredibly rich worlds and she needs more time to tell the story and of course double or <laughs> Dumbledore of course Warner Brothers rolled out the red carpet she's they said yeah, yeah. come on down baby give us two more give us that another is... two billion <laughs> I, I think that's exactly how it happened but yes yeah. um the the I I honestly wonder if it wasn't making more room for Newt. I want to believe that she was like, okay, I've created this real fun character, and it was obviously at first a shoe in to get into this whole Dumbledore Grindelwald thing. But now I've fallen in love with Newt and Eddie's portrayal of Newt, and I want to figure out more stuff that he can be doing. Like I I don't want this these this film quintology to get away from Newt. Personally, this is my opinion, but you know I so I, I wonder if. I wonder if she just had to come up with new things for him to do, and that was why it took longer. Yeah. Okay. More tweets here. Uh, John said, I'm cautiously optimistic. I would prefer sticking to a trilogy. It'll be harder to make five awesome movies. Still excited, though. I mean, he brings up, he brings up a good point. You got to make them awesome five times. That's, <laughs> that's I mean, just, just think about the Harry Potter series. That's eight. Yeah, but how many uh, of them are good? Well, right. That's my point. Like, mm. like there, there was a misstep or two along the way. I personally did you did put your like name movies. in the goblet of fire? Sorry. <laughs> right. I personally did not like movies four or five. Yeah, I like five, but yeah. The key here, though, is that you don't have a basis of comparison, right? Because yeah. You're not be tying it to the books. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. So we'll see. Critty yeah. says it seems like a bit much. Maybe I'll be more into it if the first movie is good right now i'm pretty skeptical mm-hmm. alana says if they suddenly change their minds and reveal that it'll be seven movies i'm out <laughs> i mean honestly honestly it's probably gonna would... be seven movies right <laughs> <laughs> who would be surprised if it expands a couple more movies or none eight. of us would or eight should be eight none films because you know eight films uh, Justin says, excited to see Greater Wizarding World and potential for growth on par with Star Wars Universe. And then he shares the the trademark, and he shares this trademark. It's actually been appearing on Pottermore, and I believe in the Cursed Child book, it's there too. So it's just the WW? Yeah, and it says J.K. Rowling's Wizarding World, kind of like mm-hmm. in a circle. Like a stamp. And that speaks to the, just like the Star Wars Universe, that the Wizarding World is a universe. And... 
it'll be printed at the end of the upcoming Wizarding World TV show, I'm sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, are wait. you going to get it tattooed? Oh, there we go. <laughs> Maybe I'll get that WW tattoo. That'd be good because that's small. It'd be easy to put on. It's smaller than the mic bolt. I wasn't thinking seven or nine years in the future when I got my mic bolt. I also <laughs> wouldn't I get- take it back. Maybe I'll get a mic bolt, but it'll you should be get the, you sh- I'm telling you guys, you should get the mic bolt. You should both get the mic bolt. Uh, we also heard from our patrons. Uh, so over on patreon.com slash mugglecast. Grace wrote in to say that I hope it's one giant arc leading up to Grindelwald's fall. I want to see the global ramifications in a way we never got to see in the original Potter series. I'm also really intrigued by Graves. I really hope he's in multiple films, given his mysterious connection with the Deathly Hallows. I like that with these films. It feels like J.K. Rowling is giving this new series to us adults who grew up with Harry. Not saying there won't be stuff for kids, but overall this film so far has shown much more the tone of Order of the Phoenix and onward. It's all very exciting. Yeah, yeah, because for one... These are adult characters now. We're not starting at the beginning of that's Hogwarts. That's very true. We're working with adults here, so that's nice. And and like you say, Grace, um, it, it 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 the Deathly Hallows. Uh, it, it feels it feels like this whole thing has a purpose now, mm-hmm. thanks to learning that Grindelwald is involved, and obviously the Deathly Hallows are involved as well. Because yeah. we we've known, of course, this this darn thing was really announced what in 2013, I think it was. And we were all like. Okay, cool, but where does this go? How like, does what's this the evolve? point? How does it? Yeah, yeah. And we've always heard J.K. Rowling say that she really wanted to write this, but we still didn't get why. And now we're starting to hear why. It, it appears to yeah. be have deep connections to the Harry Potter series. Yeah, it does. I and, do want to read uh, a couple of comments here uh, from go for it. the the live stream. Colin, our friend, who's always commenting and who I love to tease. He says, second movie title, Fantastic Future Headmasters and Where to Find Them. Yeah, I like Hogwarts. that. <laughs> yeah, Dumbledore at Hogwarts. I joked on Twitter when this news came out that movie five will be called Deathly Hallows and Where to Find Them <laughs> in light of the Deathly Hallows news. Yeah, well, the symbol's on Graves' poster for crying yeah. out loud. What's that about? Go ahead, Micah. We also heard from Megan who said, I'm confused about why this is being announced so early, before the first movie is out, but I trust J.K. Rowling, despite Cursed Child, and I'm definitely excited. I hope each movie has an independent story, but that there's a giant story arc overall. I think this is developing a deeper sense of story for the Harry Potter universe, and just like all the extra Lord of the Rings material, I enjoy reading. It will be, it will lead to a richer universe. Yeah, you know, at this point, we, we know that Fantastic Beasts 1, there is an independent story there. Mm-hmm. The beasts are accidentally released from the suitcase. Presumably by the end, that whole situation is going to be under control. But getting into the giant story story arc, there's going to be trouble between the wizards and the muggles. So Fantastic Beasts 1 does seem to have both things that you're looking for, Megan. And yes, I'm with you. I hope each one has has the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and as we're talking about content here of, of the actual film, and, and sorry if this has been mentioned, but has the movie been rated yet? Uh, Maybe. I don't That's know. a good question. You know, I'm going to go on mpaa.org real quick while you guys are okay. talking. All right. Well, uh, Park Scope jokingly wrote in, rather have five Fantastic Beast movies than three Fantastic Beast movies and two Curse, Cursed Child movies. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Irvin K., I'm excited because of lingering goodwill over the Harry Potter books. Mm. All the recent nonsense aside, J.K. Rowling always said seven books, and she delivered seven phenomenal books. If she says five movies... It has a story outline that will take five movies, then I have faith that that's exactly the story that needs to be told. Knowing Joe, it will all be one incredible arc that demands to be binged once all the films are out. I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. And just reading that, reading Irvin's comment there, it makes me think maybe they realize that Harry Potter fans are still 
as incredible as ever and still as passionate as ever and that they could do five movies and that the fans would turn out for them. The film is PG-13. Um, oh, I can't see it. Darn, I need to bring my parents. <laughs> no, well, good. I mean, it shouldn't be PG and it no, can't that's, be R. Well, it's just, like the last, sucks, so. it's just like the last uh, couple, several. I think Goblet of Fire was the first one, but still, um, I think five went back to PG. It's just like the last few Harry Potters, which fits with the theme, as everyone was saying, too, that it's it's starting out more adult. Yeah. Okay, I I, so uh, yeah, I don't that we'll about does it for our main show here. We will be recording bonus MuggleCast. It's going to be available exclusively on Patreon. We are going to talk about how the number of films affects the fandom. You know, like, oh my gosh, we're going to be going into the year 2024 with all these potentially. And then I also want to talk about, like I said earlier, we're going to, are we going to analyze the movie like we did the book? Like we, like we did the Harry I, Potter book. Can we so. treat this as another Harry Potter book? And and does the script book help us do that? And I believe so. And I'm going to explain why. Uh, but we also are running a contest right now. Can you guys fill us in on that? Yeah, sure. So uh, we're running a contest over on uh, patreon.com slash mogulcast for patrons of the show. Uh, they can send in their best Potter Halloween costume or best potter pumpkin carving and uh, the top two in each category will win copies of chamber of secrets the illustrated edition hey uh, they can send those in uh up until midnight on october 30th and we'll you know make sure to announce the winners on halloween appropriately and uh yeah so uh obviously a a benefit of uh Supporting the show is we run contests like this. Uh, actually, this is the first one we're running, but we will continue to do things <laughs> yeah. like this uh, in the future. So, uh, you know, if you have those Potter costumes or you're busy carving out your pumpkins for Halloween and you're doing it Potter themed, um, you can submit for yeah. this contest. Ooh. Yeah, I've, I've seen some of the pictures so far. They're really good. People are doing some good stuff, so it'll be hard to judge. And uh, finally, just want to thank everybody who has decided to support us on Patreon. We are in the midst of planning some new ideas for those who support us. Uh, I'll tell you right now, we are probably looking to hire a editor to professionally edit the show. Because when we move to weekly, obviously, that's a big time commitment. Mm. And I've been editing the show for <laughs> 10, 11 years now. And he's reached the retirement age for yeah i'm editors. retiring from editing no i i do enjoy <laughs> editing it's just that it takes a lot of time and i think it would be really great if we hired somebody to do it professionally so every episode sounds amazing mm-hmm. and we're we're going to be able to do that thanks to patrons and personally i'm excited because <laughs> i've been editing for 11 years and it'd be nice to step back from that role and and the good thing is that with less ed- with less editing duties on our end, we can spend more time actually planning the show and producing the show. And that's what I'm most excited about. So if you do have a couple dollars to spare on a monthly basis, we would really appreciate your support. Patreon.com slash MuggleCast is where you can sign up. You get lots of benefits, including bonus MuggleCast, including talking to us during the live streams that we do with each episode, and a lot more. Thank you, patrons who have been listening. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And I think we... Let's see. So, looking at the calendar. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe we got one more episode before Fantastic Beast comes out? Is it one more episode before our October or November our yeah. <laughs> Fantastic Beast trip? Yeah. Uh, well, the event is Saturday, November 12th. Uh-huh. Micah, please remind me to bring the tickets. It would suck if I left them here in L.A. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Mine are at Will Call, guys. You should have you just done that. <laughs> no, they're physical. They're physical tickets. I'm flicking them right now. Maybe you should Oops, mail them broke to your parents' house and no, just so they have them. It's okay. I uh, I will take them with me in my book bag. Hopefully. Hopefully. Uh, but, yes. And uh, just uh, around... Uh, the New York City event. I know last episode we talked about uh, doing some sort of meetup, and and I think you know that is still um, in the works. And we will share information as soon as we figure out exactly what our plans are. But uh, definitely want to put together an informal meetup for 
all the MuggleCast listeners that that will be in attendance. Um, and so just uh, keep an eye on our MuggleCast uh, Twitter and Facebook. We'll post details there as they become available. Yeah. And then finally, I would just say that in terms of November, what we'll be doing show-wise, like I said, we do have one more episode before we, the three of us, see Fantastic Beasts. And I'm sure we'll try to put together like maybe a spoiler-free episode and then a spoiler episode. And... um. Well, so we'll have that episode before Fantastic Beasts, then after, and I don't know, maybe we can do three episodes in November. Why not? Why not? Why not? <laughs> Why not? I mean, it's not as if it's the first Harry Potter, Potter movie to come out in, you know, a hey, decade. Right. Andrew, I got an idea. Let's do five. <laughs> Let's do five <laughs> episodes. How about we start a patron fundraiser if we get to our if we get to our goal in like the next two weeks, we'll do five episodes in November. <laughs> thanks again everybody so much for your support it's been great see you next time for 304 goodbye bye bye bye